Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast as we like to call it, the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and I'm fired up this week. We're doing another insure rant, and I'm excited about the topic. It sort of started off as something that I is on everyone's mind, and then I sort of took a, took a turn, and it's decided to kind of build a roadmap for everybody in, in a way that I hope will, you know, kind of get into my topic in a way that we maybe you maybe haven't heard maybe we haven't done a great job myself haven't done a great job in some of our episodes of explaining or giving giving the right guidance but that's what we're going to do and the topic is data and analytics wow we've never heard that have we rick's never said data and analytics is the future i haven't every third article that i see in the insurance journal doesn't have something to do with data in it i'm being sarcastic because it is so prevalent right now. It is such a buzz for data, a buzz for analytics, a buzz for data and analytics. There's so much talk about it in the industry. And so what I want to do for you, you're all on a journey and that journey ends with, that journey never ends, but that journey continues with your agency, your company, your whatever you're doing, changing with the times and evolving. And everyone keeps saying data and analytics. You need, and we know as an industry in insurance that the, the analytics, the data is there, right? We all have the data. It's in the management system. We require so much data even to service our customers or to quote our customers that we know the information is there. So here's what I want to do. I want to break it down into three sort of areas okay and it kind of one builds to two two builds to three so number one your data let's start with this i want I'm a, this is my quote your data isn't ready to be analyzed all right if you start there and some of you out there probably saying yes it is it's like maybe maybe you're farther down the road than some but think about the things that you would change if you had a magic wand that you could wave if you could harry potter this thing and change the data that you have in your management system. Change some of your fields. Change the way things are tracked. All of the things that, are, that have maybe gone on for years or a year or 20 years that are just sitting in your system, and that is called dirty data. So number one, your data isn't ready to be analyzed. So let's talk about what it takes to fix that process. This is not easy stuff. But I promise you by the end of this, You'll, re, you'll understand why it's important that we get on that journey and we get going with that today. All right, so this process is hard. The most important part of it is to get started. Here's an easy, easy fix. This is the cheat code of ways to do it. Every single one of your customers is going to renew their policies with you in the next 12 months. And a good, good majority of those people, you're going to have some kind of communication with via email, via phone, via text. This is the hard part. You've got to make a decision that your data is going to be scrubbed. It's going to be cleaned. You're going to become an agency without dirty data. 
and it's a year-long process. This is, the, this is the easiest way to do it, and this still isn't easy. So at the top, you've got a mandate that this is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure our data is clean, and that's the simple stuff. Do we have the right phone number? Do we have the right email addresses? Do we have things that we've put in our system somewhere that aren't in the right place that we need to go back and fix? That happens at the, the, the best way to sort of track it and spread it out is to do it at renewal. If people are calling in to change a car, if you're a personalized agency or they need a certificate, if you're on your commercial line customers, you can do it at that time too, but you've got to get buy-in all the way through your agency. And you've got to keep managing that that is happening. This is a big process, but I promise you it's worth the wait. Like right now, I already lost some of our people. Like, ah, we're not, we're not going to do that. Think about the difference you could do with data that was actually legitimately real, that you knew what you needed to know, that you could pull a report or you could analyze information and it was right and it was accurate. That's where we're trying to take this thing. So when I, when I think about the, the buzzwords, data, data and analytics, I think about, let me dumb it all the way back down to data and analytics 101. It starts with the data that you are analyzing. And if your agency is like every agency out there has done something along the way, either because you've been doing it a long time, the staff wasn't quite prepared for maybe the way the management system was, the management system didn't do exactly what you want to do and you sort of jerry-rigged a field or whatever that is, this is the time to say, okay, starting on this date, whichever date that might be, let's say August 12th, I made that date up. Every single renewal that comes through is going to get, is going to get an edit. It's going to get a survey. We're going to go through and make sure that the data we have is right. If there's fields that are wrong, we're going to fix those. It'll take a full year, but you can get there. You can do it way faster and just say, everybody take 500 and let's go. Let's make these calls. Let's send these emails. Let's make sure our data is clean. Let's make sure it's in the right place because you are sitting on pounds and tons and cubic truckloads of data that's in the system that you're right now not accurately able to analyze. So the first step, hard process, is we gotta, we gotta work on cleaning that data out, right? You've got it at different levels in the system, it's all over the place, and you don't know where to start, this is where we start, okay. So when I say number one, is your data is not ready to be analyzed. That's number one. Now I'm gonna shift gears and talk about number two. All right, so number two has an assumption in it that you have started or you have worked through making sure your data is analyzable. I'm not sure that's a word, but I'm using it. All right, so number two is do something with the data. And I'm gonna break that down into three different segments. Customer facing, carrier facing and the employee data that you, that you have or should be able to be measuring and be analyzing. All right, number one, customer facing. Think about if you are accurately in your system. Now, this is one you can kind of get away with now for cross-selling. You can do cross-sell right now. Probably most of you out there have a, a, a management system that allows you to pull out auto no home or home no auto or uh, commercial liability, no cyber, something like that. So you're probably analyzing data a little more maybe than you even think you are right now. But I mean really getting deep into how do we cross-sell. 
like, and, and what I mean is these customers that we have that have general liability with us, 14% of them have cyber with this company, 12% have it with that company, 19, like you can break it all the way down to figuring out what, where that business that is going to be cross-sold can go where it needs to be. This is your customer facing. So you're cross-selling, you're sending, you're, you're giving information because you have information. The other thing, when, and my company, Vertifor, is really working hard at this right now, is using data to, to uncover or expose at-risk customers. This customer is this percentage more likely to non-renew. They need some love. This person, this person is 19% more reliable or, or likely to buy more insurance from you and stay a customer for X amount of years. All of that is, comes from information. Now, some of it's easy. Oh, you've got five policies. You're probably going to stay with me longer than this guy who called me for the cheapest quote and just bought auto. But when you start really using the data, think about the power that that has, that you can start to really innovate the way you look at your customers. And, and particularly as retention is at an all-time high for how important it is, especially with everything going on in the world, that you can start to define at-risk customers by using your data and analyzing it. That is, that is powerful stuff right there. The other thing is figuring out what information is relevant to certain customers. Doing a better job in your agency of using data, again, to find out which customers would like to hear about this or you can share this content and you can add value in this way for them because you have the data at your disposal to say, this is my group, they wanna learn about this, I know that because these people are doing these things. Very important. Um, and, and I think the other part, as I mentioned a second ago, is if you're looking to find, if you, let's say if you have young producers, you have uh, CSRs that are in charge of, of renewals, having good data is gonna make it easier for them to find the best markets for your customers. The best markets for your customers usually means the best markets for you as an agency because those customers are happy. So if you've got, you know, let's say you've got 10 CSRs that work on commercial risks and they all have sort of their own favorites, <clears throat> the data that you can use and that you can analyze that says, this company, I'll make it up, but Travelers is really good with this line of business. That's data that can be gathered. You can look at renewal. Like, let's say that line of business in Travelers, our customers are renewing at 97%. And in every other in that, in that line of business, everyone else or in that niche, that SIC code, everyone else is renewing at a much lower rate. Well, guess what? There must be a reason. Let's look at, let's analyze the data and figure it out. All of these things that are customer-facing, cross-selling, defining at-risk customers, finding re relevant info for customers, specific customers, better markets for your, your customers, your prospects, all of these things build loyalty. Loyalty helps with what? Say it, say it with me. Retention, okay? So when we, when we go back and we say we're doing something with this data, number one I said was customer-facing. If I want to shift gears, I want to go to my second point here under do something with your data. That's carrier-facing. So this is different, right? This isn't customer-facing. This is what you're doing with that data, with the analytics, as it relates to your relationships with your carriers. 
And a lot of times agencies have way too many markets and they have people in the office, as I mentioned earlier, that are using their favorites or the ones that they know they can get things through or whatever. And I'll give you an example. I was working with an agency that was using our tool risk match. By the way, if you haven't looked at it, if you haven't looked at risk match, this is not an advertisement, but you should at least go make yourself aware of things that are happening in the data and analytics space for insurance that are changing the way agencies are working. And here's a great example of that. Agencies have too many markets with particular risks. You need to start fine tuning where the best place for certain business is. If you're doing that in your agency, let me give you an example. I was speaking, and this, is, this goes all the way to not only deciding what the markets are important, but going to programmatizing those niches or those lines of business or those SIC codes, whatever it is, and using that data and, and analyzing the data to make it work for you. And this is what I mean. I was talking to an agency, and I make these numbers up, but they're close. They had roughly $15 million in educational services as, a, as, a, as a, uh, one of their niches. $15 million in revenue, I mean, sorry, in premium. But they had it over 19 different carriers. We, we did the analytics and they had 19 carriers. So what they did was they went and looked at where they were the most successful, where the rates were the best, the commission was the best, the satisfaction was the best, where people were renewing at the highest rate. And they went to, they picked three. And they went to those three carriers and they built a program and they said, we're big in educational services. We want to build a program that we want you to be a part of. We have 20 million, 15 million, whatever the number was, million dollars in premium right now sitting there spread over all these. We want you and two other carriers to be our flagship for educational services. Of course, that makes the carrier excited. In fact, in this case, the carrier is more than happy to maybe pay another percentage point, two more percentage points. Think about that. On $10 million, that's $100,000 in revenue if you got one extra point by doing right by your customer, right by your carrier, giving them more business, they will pay you more for that. Programmatizing that business with the right data and with the analytics that, you, that come with that data is the gold mine. That's where we see agencies right now that are taking leaps and bounds. They're not growing, you know, cutely like, oh, we were up 3%. They're taking this information and they're growing big. Now it goes back to my first point. You got to have clean data to get all this done. But once you do, or you're starting to, or using tools like Risk Match, there's other ones in the marketplace as well. Risk match is the best. That's a personal opinion. Do something with that data. That's one of those carrier-facing things that makes all the difference. Here's one more point, and this is one that used to just drive me crazy. I really enjoyed it when my marketing reps would come out and visit. This is back in the day when I had an agency or a bunch of agencies. I'd love it when the marketing reps came out because they usually brought you know swag and maybe tickets to games or donuts for the, for the office or whatever they brought. But those meetings weren't always that productive. And they'd show us, you know, they'd bring a pull up the pro productivity report for their carrier, which didn't really tell me a lot about my agency. It just told me how I was doing with them. But where I think your carrier facing uh, win here with data and analytics is if you could be ready for those conversations. So when they're like, hey, I noticed you haven't given us 
or you've only given us X amount of new business. And you could just quickly turn around and say, yeah, well, we, we put this many quotes through. You denied X percentage. Uh, four, we had to go a different route because the price was too high. And nine was this, this, and this. Now you're having a real conversation. Not only are you helping your relationship with your rep because you're, you're having a real conversation, you're giving them information to take back to the carrier that can help the carrier as well. Now you're, now you're helping the distribution channel. So your, your job here, your responsibility, your, your mission impossible if you choose to accept this mission is to use the information you already have in a way that helps everybody. It helps the customers. It helps the carriers. All right, now I'm going to get to my third point. And my third point is what you can do with your employee information and data that goes with that. That is the way that you can be more efficient internally is by finding out what's happening. What, how many quotes are you getting? Why are people, how many quotes are getting wins? How many are getting losses? Why are they not winning? Analyzing that information. That is data that is readily available. It might not be tracked, might not be being measured, but that's an easy way to get something done. Think about it from an employee pers uh, productivity perspective. Who in your office is killing it? Who's, who's handling the most business? Who's winning the most business? That could be a CSR. It could be an account manager. That could be a producer. It could be whoever you want to manage or, or uh, uh, measure who's crushing in your office. And the other side of that, which is very important, who's not? Who's not holding up their end of the bargain? Who do I need to train up? Who's maybe a target for a, a performance plan? Uh, you know, and why? And figuring out why, that's so important. This gets people in your agency not only moving in the right direction, feeling like they're being held accountable in a positive way, but also gets people doing what they do best. If you want to go to a thing where, well, you know, Steve's really good at uh, processing endorsements. I'm just making that up. So he becomes the lead for process endorsement for processing endorsements. Just one example of many ways that data can change the way you run your business and be more efficient. All right, so we talk about number two there. And my whole point was do something with your data. I want to recap three points. Customer facing, I gave you those. Carrier facing and the employee information, the data for your employees. That's three ways that you can change the way once you decide it's time to start doing anything with your data. All right, third point. And this one's easy. It sounds silly. It's kind of my, you've heard me say it before, it's my shampoo, rinse, repeat mentality. But number three is do more. So like I've been saying this whole time, there's probably people out there that are going, yeah, we're already doing that. Or we took some time and we, up, we upgraded the, the hygiene of our data or we're moving in the right direction, whatever. But it's time to do more then. Are you doing all of the things that I just mentioned? Are you ready for you know, to now take it another step. If you're doing that already and you're not using tools, using technology, it's time. And it, that's the third thing. Right now, I need everyone to, to do more, okay? You were, maybe you're doing nothing and it's time to do something. Maybe you were doing some, do more. Maybe you feel like you're at the top of that line, do more. There is, and there, here's the reason. This isn't something that, like, let's look at, let's look at this. I was just on a webinar, and 
someone asked the question uh, that I had needed to answer that was, where's the, where's the industry going to be in five to 10 years? And the best answer that popped right into my head is that agencies that aren't fully, fully leveraging their data and analyzing that data and making decisions based on that an analysis, those are the agencies that are falling behind. I'm already seeing it. It's not going to take five or 10 years. So agencies don't have the luxury of deciding when the time to start using data, to start really making a difference by, by that analysis of that data. That time is now. With everything that's going on right now, it's a perfect time to jump into that water. To, and like I said, maybe it's the shallow end. Maybe you're tiptoeing in or maybe you're diving into the deep end but data is the future of this business. We've got it. We just need to use it. So if, if everyone that's listening, let me do a real quick recap. All right, listen, everybody's in a different place. Everybody's doing different things. Number one, your data isn't ready to be analyzed. At some level, it's not. If you're all the way to the top, you send me a direct message that says my data is 100% spot on. I'd love to hear that but most of you need to work on that. It needs to be a process. Once you've done or started or just even, you know, taking this journey, number two is do something with the data. Do something for your customers. Do something with, as it relates to your relationships with your carriers. Do something that is um, going to help you gain efficiency internally with, with analyzing information about the way you're, how the productivity flows through your office. And then third thing, do more. Whatever you were doing, step it up. Don't, I, I, I know there's agencies. Oh yeah, we do data analytics all the time. Do more. That's it. I just, I thought it was important today for us to have a conversation that maybe, maybe just built a little bit of a roadmap out toward how you might, like it, it's, it's scary to people. This is a change for some. Some of you are like, it's not scary, Rick. We've been doing it for a while. That's awesome. Do more. But those of you that are trying to figure out how to, to maneuver through the, the troubled waters of the new, the new normal or data and analytics or whatever that is, just follow that roadmap. Start by making sure your data is at least on the way to being more analyzable. Then start doing those things and break it into those three buckets. What am I doing with my customers? What am I doing with my carriers? What am I doing with my employees? How am I leveraging data? How am I analyzing data to make it help my agency hum? And again, I will finish with the future is here now. It is time for you all to jump on this train. It's pulling out of the station. It's the data and analytics train. It's time. Thanks everybody for listening in. If you are not subscribed on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to be. Do me one more favor. Go to vert4.com, click on the resources tab, go to podcasts and subscribe there as well. That's where we send our emails out of. You'll get more information about podcasts, upcoming things. We're going to start doing some bonus content there as well. I appreciate everybody. Make sure we're connected on, uh, on LinkedIn. Send me a DM if you can think of a great rant topic or someone that would be an awesome guest. I appreciate you all, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the Resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts.
Make sure you subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.